0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we discuss and explore the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities, also referred to as the Greater Metro Area my name is david Steele. i am a bass player a music producer a graphic designer a photographer and a film hobbyist my co-host is nicholas campbell nick is a stand-up comedian a singer songwriter guitar player electrical contractor a husband a father and my best friend for over 20 years In today's episode, we welcome music blogger and journalist, Kenna Attaway. Kenna is the newest member of the Rhythm and Wit team, so we wanted to have her on the show and ask her about being a music journalist, what some of her favorite music is, how she reviews concerts, and what publications she is currently involved with. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoy today's episode and my conversation with Kenna. As we greatly appreciate your time and attention. We do this thing. Nick's usually Nick. I have Nick do it. There <laughs> he goes. Five, four, three, two. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me is...
1: Kenna Hattaway.
0: Today, we like to welcome our special guest, <laughs> Kenna Hattaway. <laughs> Kenna, thank you for being here. Um, you're going to all will announce it you're gonna start working for rhythm and wit as a music correspondent slash reporter slash reviewer or whatever so we're really excited to have you on for the team for 2024 um so i just wanted to have you on the episode and introduce you to the people and so yeah hopefully we'll have some more music related things in the future but for today I just wanted to kind of ask you a little bit about yourself and your background or your your skills in journalism Um, but how are you today?
1: I'm good (laughs) I've had a pretty chaotic day but I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah
0: so So, yeah thank you for coming even though it's a little later than normal Um, so I don't know I guess I just can start out with some kind of questions for that I had for you um you are uh, specifically music journalism is that what would you're focused on is that right I mean that's what you want to do
1: yeah so that's what I want to do um but I also do political journalism okay, as well cool. so um when I was at OCCC I would cover like local Politics, federal politics, and then world politics as well.
0: Cool. So, so that was for the paper there? Yes, that was for the mm -hmm. student newspaper,
1: The Pioneer Mm -hmm. there. And then I also, but my main focus there was, um, music journalism so like concert reviews reviews with local artists Mm -hmm. um i also did like arts and entertainment so i went to like Mm. Plaza fest and things like that yeah
0: and did reviews of that nature which is exactly why i asked you to come here (laughs) because i mean that's the music specifically because i i feel like i'm you know i just the music scene is i keep saying it's been feels like it's fragmented and spread out and it's like i just don't know who's doing what anymore so it feels like you're a little bit more plugged into the scene, so... A hundred percent. Yeah, I was happy to, that you responded and wanted to come work with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're also a blogger. You have a blog yeah. that you write with. Do you want to shout out? Where can people find that?
1: Um, people... So I don't have like a, like a domain uh, yeah. name because <laughs> it costs a lot of money to get right. But um, if you follow my Instagram, yeah. at Cataway K-A-T-T-A-W-A-Y. Mm-hmm. Um... It, it, there's a link in my right, bio. bio so mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah I was looking at it a little bit today we had some mm-hmm. interviews um who is your favorite person that you've interviewed
1: ooh <sighs> um probably Gavin Taylor hmm. um he gave me like an hour long interview so there's like a lot to a lot work of with stuff. and he just has like such an amazing way of putting thoughts into words hmm. and so he and he uses like these beautiful metaphors mm-hmm. to describe his music so he was really cool and we met each other on a film set, actually. So, oh, okay, so that's And then how he's you like, connected. "Please <laughs> interview me." I was like, Absolutely, of course. Yeah. So that that's was really
0: great. cool. Yeah, because I and that's something that I noticed about you. It's like nobody's really doing interviews or even album reviews these days. So I was happy to find someone out there to, that is doing that and doing that work. And hopefully, more people will continue to do that. I think that 2024 is going to be better year than 2023 was for music here i think i I hope um so yeah that's who you are what i had a question like when did you first become interested in journalism or like what kind of inspired you to start on that path
1: so um it kind of started in high school when i did media so Uh i was doing like um video journalism mm-hmm. is the best way I can yeah. describe it. And then I was like, well, I like filming and all of that, so I'm gonna go into the film industry. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went to CU Boulder for that. And then I was a minor in journalism at CU Boulder. Okay. And then I had to leave CU Boulder. Ended up being $30,000 in debt, <laughs> oh, so no. had to move back. Yeah. Did the f- I was a double major at OCCC with film and journalism mm-hmm. last, not last semester, the semester before. And then um, I hated it. Like, I hated mm, the film program so yeah. much. And I I'm not, I am won't get into that. But, <laughs> um, I ended up absolutely loving the, yeah, the, um, the, journalism, the journalism program. Journalism stuff. So. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, it's good that you get to try it, though. Because, like, I mean, I always say that, like, for young people, especially, like, my advice for, like, even my nieces and stuff. They're like, you know, I have a niece that's 19 I'm just like tell just try everything. Just do everything that you're interested in and try it. See if you if you don't like it, don't don't keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But go towards the things that you are that do hold your interest because that's where you're going to find the most joy as a career especially. I so. completely agree. But yeah, that's good that. I mean, and I I, I took some classes at C for film, which I loved it, but I probably i obviously didn't finish so (laughs) there was parts that i didn't like too and i think it's more so just the industry as a whole wasn't really i think the right place that i wanted to be in that industry but i do love film and you know cameras and editing and everything else that goes into filmmaking i'd like to you know work on short films or something like that it's like a more of a hobby type deal be fun but Maybe one day. Because Nick and I have talked about doing some skits, like video stuff.
1: That would be fun.
0: So, um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Do you do, uh, I guess I can jump around because you're a writer. I mean, you write articles and do you write any kind of, um, like, fiction or any of that, like?
1: No creative writing. (laughs) I don't. I took a creative writing class, so I did start at OCCC back in high school. I did concurrent, yeah. I took a creative writing Mm. class and I sucked at it, (laughs) I was so bad. And like, I have, I would say, a good imagination, Mm. it's just hard putting that imagination into words. Yeah, it's
0: like writing a novel or anything like that, it's probably just. I don't know. It's like I don't... I think it takes a certain type of uh, creativity for that, probably. Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah. And,
0: and dedication, too, I think. But even... I think maybe uh, your, the ways people... Writers like that, their minds maybe work a little bit different than m- a lot of other people. I don't know. Because that's something I... I When I was little, I loved writing, like, short short stories and stuff. And I think it was just me expressing my imagination in that way. Um But yeah, I've always, and that's something I was, you know, I have always been interested in journalism to a degree too. just, I mean, I work for the news, but even though I don't actually do anything, I mean, as far as the journalistic side, I'm just a graphic artist, so I just help them with whatever they need as far as that, the graphical side goes, but... But I don't know, something I think probably drew me towards that because I like, like I read a lot of news and it's like I like reading um, like well-written articles and stuff. Do you have like any favorite journalists or anyone like that that you admire or look up to?
1: Um, my aunt is an award-winning oh, okay. winning journalist cool. and she was kind of like the push forward into... um journalism for me Mm -hmm. she works in new york city Mm. um
0: does she work for a paper or something uh, she works
1: for uh oh she works for a tv station okay so but it's it's in New York City, but it's for New Jersey. All right. so. Okay,
0: okay. So it's probably more like a local thing. Maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: And she does investigative journalism, mm. so um, Yeah. that's always really interesting Is that
0: something that you want to try to get into or something? Would you like to be on the news? Is that a, a, a dream of yours at all?
1: Not necessarily. <laughs> Not in that way, yeah. I really felt... Because I am a... Well, I graduated triple c this mm-hmm. december so I'm a, I'm a journalism and broadcasting mm-hmm. emphasis major mm-hmm. and so um they didn't have enough broadcasting courses for me to oh. want to do broadcasting if that makes sense they mm-hmm. only had like one yeah there's with probably cameras. yeah
0: like not a real big taste of it that you could get um yeah. but there's i mean there's definitely if you if you are interested in that i mean there's i worked for uh, channel four for eight years and there's definitely plenty of opportunities for especially young girls to go in to get started on camera. They' mm-hmm. I mean they're always getting new people I, I see you know. And then I think it's a good uh, be a good thing to get into. You might have to get up uh, real early yeah. <laughs> like I do, which I'm sure you're familiar with with any kind of journalism it's mm-hmm. probably uh it's a
1: 24 hour yeah
0: <laughs> i mean yes yeah, so i I do work the morning shift and it's like i see those guys they're running around the city you know chasing fires and and whatever's going on at three in the morning too so um so and i know that you're currently working with some publications could you tell us what any or um who you're working for right now?
1: Um I freelance. Freelance currently for Make Oklahoma weirder. Mm-hmm. Um I am currently writing an article for them. So I am very happy with that opportunity. Yeah. I really like Jarvix mm-hmm. a lot who runs it. Um and he has been honestly just like such an amazing mentor towards me. Yeah. And that's so great. I'm like super appreciative that I was given that opportunity mm-hmm. and um Yeah, I've just been rolling with that, and then I have a internship possibly at the Gailey coming Mm -hmm. up. So, getting that solidified soon.
0: Yeah, that's I know that a lot of any writers or freelance writers that I've known is they always work all over the place, which is good. I mean, you have to do it, but there are opportunities here for that. So, yeah, that's good that you're already getting connected and plugged into those, especially with Jarvix, because that's exactly where you want to be if you're interested in music. So. yeah that's cool um so what's because you do album reviews right like are you, would you say you're a, a, a critic at all or are you just how how do you what's your review process or how do you think about reviews
1: i try not yeah, to criticize right. because i think everyone's art Is like has their its own meaning, Mm -hmm. and like that meaning is important to the artist. So who am I to criticize, especially as someone who doesn't even create music? (laughs) I have no place to criticize how Mm -hmm. someone does their art. Yeah, it's uh,
0: because I I guess that's a good distinction. Because I mean, I always think of critics. I mean, obviously most people probably think of that, or like reviews, or like. a, a, a album music critic or film critic. It's like I love film so I'm always watching reviews of movies. But you're right, it's like there's so many people that don't make movies that tell you know, talk about these movies, how they did this wrong or whatever. I don't know, but you're right about art. It's all it's all subjective anyways. It's like just because if you gave it a bad review and I loved it, it's like, you know, we're both right. <laughs> you know, it's Yeah. So it's um that's a tricky thing but so do you kind of well, so what is your process or how do you think about writing review for an album so you had an album and you do you just kind of talk about the different songs or what is
1: so i've only i'm only have done one album mm-hmm. review and it's the one i'm working for for make Look mm-hmm. on the weirder um i'm on my new... second draft of mm-hmm. it um so I've just been getting, I've never done one, so I've been getting a lot of feedback from graphics and everything, which has been super duper helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I do concert reviews, Yeah, okay. I um, really like to focus on telling a story. Okay. Instead of like just stating the facts, Mm -hmm. I wanna like immerse the reader into the concert
0: with me. Okay, cool.
1: With the album review I'm working on right now, I have been analyzing like what instruments are in what song, and like right. what is what instruments are not in the song, and mm-hmm. why is that, and like what is the meaning of the song, and like how I interpret the right. song. Um, and watching the music videos is super helpful mm-hmm. too, because that gives you like a grasp. Yeah, of, like, you can
0: kind of get a visual or get another idea of what the artists are going for.
1: Yeah, and then like the artist, I'm. Um, writing a review on right now like i i just dm'd her on instagram and i was like i just have like three questions about your album Mm -hmm. or your ep and like most artists are super willing to like give answers like they're excited to talk (laughs) about their art and Mm -hmm. i think that's amazing so yeah um i just like getting the basics down and then like going from there
0: so what's like you obviously want to be involved with music like what's your favorite genre of music or like any like i don't know i guess maybe a a, that might be a hard question to answer because it's like i can't really answer that even for myself but what about like a favorite artist or someone is there anyone that like is your top favorite famous artist (laughs) uh
1: definitely poppy yeah she has been in my top like spotify wrapped for the past like two (laughs) years now and um i i've seen her in concert twice i saw her open for smashing pumpkins and jane's addiction in denver and then i saw her uh like in the concert with uh paris and uh pom-pom squad Mm. um this year so at the tower. Of <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, tower so. theater
0: is fun. Um, that's cool. So what kind of is that what kind of music is that? I'm not familiar with the artist.
1: She does like she dabbles in a lot of different genres, but I would say um, pop metal. I am mine and you are mine and I am not yours. I can drive them
0: oh okay. Yeah, it's the best way Did i can describe said, like, it yeah <laughs> uh that's cool interesting i'll have to check it out for sure because i don't even i'm that familiar but just like like i said you could tell me probably so much more about music in a way a weird way <laughs> <laughs>
1: i listen <laughs> you know, to a lot of like
0: like more modern stuff i guess maybe yeah or, or just stuff that it's like i said i'm I get I get I, I listen to a lot of new stuff or as much new stuff as I can. I love Spotify for that reason. Oh yeah, Spotify because is it's best. so easy. They can just kick you new stuff every day if you you know, and not, it, it, just one click of the button and you have a whole playlist of mm-hmm. stuff that you, is already geared towards your interests. So. I I like doing that. And I've been doing that for like maybe six years or seven years or something. And it's just like I have like this playlist that's probably, you know, a thousand songs of just stuff I've only listened to, you know, since I started using Spotify and just trying to discover new stuff. But i like a lot of indie kind of indie rock kind of type stuff but a little bit of pop i mean i like that kind of like um like tennis the band that I love we, we were both at that same concert at the yeah. tower uh that 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 they're one of my top bands that i've discovered you know and they're fairly new i guess they've had maybe three or four albums but
1: i think they their I oldest mean, album is 2013 yeah so
0: have yeah, about 10 years but you know more recent band because it's like my my favorite bands are all from, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> but uh, that's when I, you know, you grow up. Those are kind of the ones that stick with you usually. I don't know, I was curious about that because, I mean, it's always interesting to ask people what kind of music they like. I mean, especially as a musician. Have you ever tried, like, been interested in playing music or doing anything like that?
1: Yeah, Um. so I did musical theater hmm. for most of my childhood. And so I can kind of sing. Yeah. I'm Not gonna say I'm a good
0: singer, <laughs> but
1: I can sing. Probably
0: better than can me. Can no.
1: um, And then I really wanted to pick up guitar because mm-hmm. my dad plays like guitar, ukulele, banjo, yeah. all of that. And he tried to teach me, and I I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I got blisters on my thumbs, and I was like, enough <laughs> is know, enough. Yeah. So I have really it. You could, uh, you maybe go
0: back though. To yeah. too late cause, uh, especially if you've got somebody that that can teach you and help you with that.
1: A hundred percent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, six guitars.
0: Yeah. yeah. I know
1: he wouldn't <laughs> you have, you have all the me borrow one. Yeah,
0: so. all the gear is already there, so... Um, that's cool. But, yeah, it's, like, a lot of people... I don't know. I mean, but I know a lot of people that are just avid music fans, like, music lovers, like, music is their life, and it's, like they don't play or tri- never try. It's like, why not? I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it's not, it's, I think a lot of people think that they can't for some reason, but it's, you know, anybody can learn anything. I mean, even me as a, like, I, I'm not a singer. I say this a lot because I, I wish I was. Not to say that I couldn't either, but I think that I don't like it enough to practice and get better at it. And I think that I have a I, – I feel like I'm starting at a lower – like I have a hard time, you know, registering my own voice and, <laughs> and controlling the pitch. And so I just – I don't know. I've I've tried, and it's just like I don't I don't have the patience to put into it at this point. I'd rather meet – you know, there are tons and tons of singers out there that are already brilliant, so I'll just oh, bring them here. Because I like recording voices a lot, like for music um, – and playing with like harmonies and blending those and and stuff like that but so that if for that reason i would love to be able to do that but i mean like i said there's plenty of singers that that are out there that need my help as far as like recording you know it's like i have that skill so we can <laughs> hopefully collaborate that's what something i want to do maybe this year i want to try to get together like just kind of a re- sort assorted Instru- uh, musicians and kind of put together maybe like a an EP or something or maybe even one song and just just I don't know get a bunch of people in here and create something weird and I don't know cool and just not not charge because it's like I want to work with other artists but it's like I don't really want to become a recording studio <laughs> I just like recording my bands and maybe some friends or whatever but um, but it will be fun to just get to work with people like that.
1: So, are you just installing cable, or do you? do well,
0: Yeah, yeah. Currently, I mean, well, I'm not even in that band really. I mean, that band doesn't isn't really a band right now, or on hiatus. But that's my only current project. I had another project that with a piano player that we were starting up, and then uh, some things came up, and she's just—it's not the right time for her to get that started but that was getting close and she's a brilliant songwriter so i hope that we get to uh come back and revisit that maybe s- later this year or something like that but um yeah Soul and cable will, will return in i think august of this year so hell yeah and we're recording because josh was just here earlier and recording like five of the new songs that we learned for the show guitar and most of the vocals in like two days so that's that's amazing which he was prepared for it like the rest of us is probably gonna take some time you know Mm -hmm. like i'll probably not have my stuff done for like a few weeks (laughs) you know just because i i'm still gonna tweak some stuff but he was prepared for it so i mean he came in and knocked it out which all the guys in that band do. I mean, it, it's that's why I like working with them. And why we were able to do an 11-song album. Or, no, oh, it's like 13, 12, 13, I think it's whatever. Huge amount of songs. And it's like, that's the only time I've ever done anything like that. And it's just like, I've only done four-song EPs or whatever, singles. And it's just like, I was just afraid just because I've, I've known how some of those EPs have gone in the past. <laughs> and it's like, man, I can't do that many. But... Working with those guys is so easy as far as just coming in and get it, getting it done. So, so yeah, we're going to have a five-song EP hopefully in the next few months. and um, So at least get to release that and kind of keep the momentum going a little bit, I think.
1: How long have you been playing bass for?
0: I've been playing bass for, let me think, I was 17, so I think 18 years, something like that. If my math is right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, a long time. But I actually I tell people that too. But I took like five years uh, where I didn't play hardly at all. But I mean, I got back into it maybe in 2017, 18, and I've been really serious since then for sure. And and it's like I've grown so much as a bass player in that time. Like the the first half of my bass playing career was you know the early days and trying to figure it all out and now it's I don't know I feel like it's I I always feel like I'm pushing myself too and getting better especially playing with the piano player that we were playing with you know her songs were very much slower much different than what I you know the rock stuff that I'm used to so I think playing with other people is always kind of helps you expand and get better because I, I played with her for you know a few months and then we came back to stolen cable and I kind of started looking at the songs differently and playing them a little bit differently and it's like and I can even play some of the older stuff a little bit better you know doing cooler stuff I don't know but um I'm always kind of pushing myself in that way as far as I like the creativity is what I love about it it's just being free to move around how you want. Like, I hate playing covers. I've never been a cover song person. So, as soon as I was able to write my own stuff, I never went back. <laughs> um, let's see, I have, I have one question. I guess I wanted to ask you, like, what is the, what's the most exciting musical act in the city, in your opinion, right now?
1: That's really hard.
0: <laughs> like, who's a, maybe one or two, even it's, if you can't choose one? Um, like, who pops in your head immediately?
1: Definitely stepmom. really with it Mm -hmm. as a band and yeah
0: they've been doing it for a while too
1: yeah and they're very like organized and super professional Mm -hmm. they're just they're amazing and Lindsay, the lead singer i've interviewed her several times and she's just like such an amazing activist and person and like i discovered her during Norman music fest Mm -hmm. so i really like uh, stepmom a lot um i recently went to like uh s Reedy's wife's tea party I love you
0: oh was that uh, last Friday yes at I was Reson- gonna Head. I was gonna go and I really well, I was like dead set on going and I was here and getting ready for the party all day and just wore myself out and it was about like I was like I can't <laughs> and if I went I would have been even more exhausted for the party but so how was that I'm glad that you got to go it was a
1: lot of fun and I, I've I've seen it. I'm friends with S. Reedy yeah. and like I've seen I've gone to many of his shows mm-hmm. but I think my favorite act of the night was actually Jarvik because I had never oh. seen him do music before mm-hmm. and it was the way that he does it is so interesting mm-hmm. because like he builds the song as he goes yeah. along have you seen yeah. him? Okay, well, yeah
0: well I've seen him a long time ago uh, for the first time and he used to do a lot of that stuff and I think that he's kind of slowed down as far as performing at all so I mean it's probably rare because I haven't seen him do that in a long time the only time I've I'd seen him at Factory Obscura Dude. Which is really good but it's he didn't do all the loops and all that stuff yeah he like, so it's, did he do like a sample like he took somebody's he'll take somebody's phone and take mm-hmm. a, something and yeah. turn it into a part of the song
1: yes it was so cool Very like,
0: talented.
1: It, I don't know even how to describe mm-hmm. his music like it's just so interesting and like I feel like he could a hundred percent be like a children's like yeah song artist mm-hmm. or something like that
0: like there's a band the sugar-free all-stars you know who they are they're a local band and there's i think it's like maybe two guys that do it but that's what they do they they're a kids band <laughs> and they and they're like i mean they're probably my age or older and like they're they probably you know grew up playing rock music and stuff too but it's like now they just they have like songs about monster trucks and stuff truck and they play at like kids parks you know whatever any yeah. kind of family event
1: I think but, it's awesome. Yeah, and,
0: but like, yeah, he could definitely get into that. I'm sure. Yeah, because
1: only fish is like mm-hmm. it gave me very much like Curious George, yeah. Jack Johnson vibes.
0: And very like dreamy, yeah, 100%. Mm.
1: And I, I've seen uh, one kids band in concert. I saw Cuckoo Kangaroo.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> like nah. my mom's at a
1: kindergarten teacher, that's, and she took me, yeah. But
0: um, But that's probably a similar thing to that, like I yeah. said, sugar free all stars, which is I think it's cool. Like, I don't know, I think that maybe if I have kids one day, like, I that would be appealing to me, but <laughs> I don't know that. Um, I mean, but it's a great way to stay employed because it's like, why not? I mean, you know, I think kids probably get are so much more appreciative of, of music. <laughs> like, you could have every kid on the playground just obsessed with you. Where it's like playing our original music, it's like begging people to pay attention. <laughs> um, so yeah so who, how are the other artists there were they um, I wasn't familiar with the other two uh, female artists I think they had
1: um X-Ray was really yeah. good she put on such an amazing mm-hmm. show like she had backup dancers and everything she was she was amazing like mm-hmm. a, a great stage presence honestly everyone had such an amazing stage presence like every like the crowd could feel the vibe yeah. and like go with the vibe and then the first singer oh I forget her name it was, um, like,
0: Elise or something. Or yes. It was, oh, uh, yeah.
1: Um, she, not X-Ray, the first singer does R&B in her yeah. voice.
0: You ever like a man so much.
1: You could your name no on my questions. Like,
0: where you at?
1: Who you in? Why'd you like a big man? Yeah, yeah. Did you like my pick five? For- <laughs> she was amazing, mm-hmm. and like she like had everyone starstruck. Like she she was stunning. She knew how to like mo- move the crowd with her voice. Like she knew what was up, mm-hmm. and I I loved every second.
0: Yeah, of her. I, like I said, I was interested to check those people out because I, you know, I'd seen Jarvix and stuff, but it's, I'm always interested in those people. I was like, well, I've never heard of this person. It's so, like I need to check them out because you never know. And like people like that, it's like she, you know, I wish I. For that reason, it's, like, I wish I would have been able to go. Because it's, like, I'd like to meet some... I always want to meet musicians. That's kind of why, like, I hang out a lot of open mics that are usually comedians. And, obviously, Nick's a comedian. And I've gotten into that uh, that community, and I, it's really cool. A lot of nice people in there. But it's, like, I'm always looking for... It's, like, okay, you're a comedian. Do you play guitar, though, too? Or, you yeah. know, it's, like, what else do you do? Because I'm, you know, I'm always looking for people to play music, so... But yeah, that's kind of what. uh, For those types of shows, it's cool to meet new artists and discover somebody new. So I think a lot of people are kind of coming out of. I just always think of like you see like an incredible singer like that, and you're like, where did you come from? It's like, no, they've been here the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just maybe they're, you know, only now getting out into the public and actually performing. So. Um, but yeah so that's cool I, I I glad you got to go to that show I still haven't been to Resident Head I need to go out there soon well, I'm sure there will be some um, good shows that we could check out soon um, so I have some oh I have one question about like what kind of other skills do you have where you try to cultivate outside of like journalism and things like that? Or do you have any hobbies or in- other interests that you're maybe interested in learning more about? Like, I don't know, like, cause you said earlier, like film, obviously that's not one, but anything like that? Um, Art or. I, don't
1: I know. crochet. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like I mean, crocheting. That
0: kind of like, help you like meditate or kind of clear oh, your mind
1: 100%. and i'll go i'll get into like bouts where i don't do it for like yeah. months on end and then i'll just have like inspiration one day and i'm like mm-hmm. i have to do it yeah and then i do it for like a week and then i tire myself out. <laughs> but um i love doing that um
0: cool. yeah i think that stuff yeah. is important for like i always talk about this my mom is not she'd always you know my dad plays guitar and he's pretty creative i think uh, you know pretty sure i'm sure he like would teach me like how to draw or something you know like he used to draw a little bit but anyways my mom would always say she's not creative at all and stuff like that but she knits and crochets and stuff like that's like you're creating something (laughs) when you're doing that but yeah but the, you could always turn that into like an art or you could even if you wanted to like knit stuff for Etsy or something like that I don't know it'd be a cool thing to get into maybe
1: yeah I used to sell my work yeah um like on Instagram and everything yeah and then I when I made it a job is when I started yeah exactly it. Yeah.
0: so kind of have to find that line I think that's um a lot of people probably run into that with hobbies it's mm-hmm. like oh, okay I want to turn this into a career and then it become something different or not what you expected
1: yeah <laughs>
0: uh, but that's good yeah I think that's good to have something like that especially like for mental health even just oh, 100%. just to kind of put your mind somewhere else and just uh, relax it a little bit in a way um that's cool okay so I have a couple of questions a little bit more maybe thought-provoking i don't know but why do you feel it's important to review concerts and interview artists and and put in this work to this thing like what what is it that you think it's valuable to the community or what
1: (laughs) um i think interviewing artists is like like concert reviews i do them just because they're fun and Mm -mm. like I like yeah, that kind of Gonzo style mm-hmm. moment, um, but I think album reviews and interviewing artists are like very crucial to keep the music scene alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think artists don't necessarily like some love to promote themselves and mm-hmm. some do not, and <laughs> yeah. it's like impossible for them to even like right. think about promoting themselves. And like me giving them a platform, I think is super important. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed a lot of acm students which i think is really cool mm-hmm. just because like they're learning music yeah. and so they have a completely like different perspective than someone who's yeah. been doing it for years on end and um yeah i just think giving a voice to people who wouldn't necessarily have their own voice mm-hmm. is super important
0: yeah i like that a lot Actually, i think i think you're right i think definitely about musicians in particular but all lots of creative people have a lot of us are introverted and kind of that's why we turn to art because we have I know I in particular like I've always struggled with expressing myself with words so like then I turn towards music and you can express feeling and emotion without words and and through a, a totally weird creative way um, but certainly with visual artists, I know lots of visual artists and they're very, very introverted and very like, uh, you yeah, like you said, they don't uh, talk about their art or whatever. It's hard for them to self-promote. But I would like that, that answer a lot. And I think that's kind of a part of my mission, too. I mean, a little bit is to showcase, you know, the talented people that we have that people might not know about. And bring them on and talk about the talk to them about what they're uh, doing, because I think that's um, definitely important to to do something. Because I just think this this city is struggling with creativity in some cases, specifically music. I mean, there's lots of creativity here for sure, lots of art, and like like I said, the com- the comedy scene is thriving. I feel like in some ways. Um, but music is is a little bit of a struggle so hopefully working together we can make it better because I think that's the only thing you can do right (laughs) I mean try to improve your surroundings if you're not happy with them Um, but I like to answer a lot okay this is my last question I always end my interviews with this question but what is the biggest challenge that you and your maybe your peers or people like in other journalists or or whatever. What what is a challenge that you see that you face, and what um, how do you how do you overcome it? Like, what would you say to somebody that was going through the same challenge?
1: Um, I think a big thing right now is like if you are wanting to be a journalist, like you have to like. Fight the fake news mm-hmm. type allegations and stuff like that. Like journalists are not taken as seriously right. anymore. Yeah, and um, it's especially hard being a young woman in this industry. Mm. Um, it's very male dominated. Um, not everywhere, but right. in Oklahoma, I, mean, I feel like it is. It's
0: like most industries. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, but it's hard, like getting your foot in the door, Mm-mm. and like to be given the opportunities that I have been given. Is amazing. Yeah, I was very shocked. But um, (laughs) I think just like I don't really face any challenges with like music journalism, just that it's like not super popular and not enough people do it. But I would say when I do political journalism, Mm -mm. like um, being as neutral as you can be, like uh, not having a bias is Mm -hmm. super important. And I would say even not having a bias in music journalism is important. Yeah,
0: you want to present the present what it is as it is and not try to I guess okay so I'm gonna ask you you were at our party on Saturday um home for the holidays featuring stolen cable one night only return (laughs) um what do you think? Do you want to give us a review of of our of our show, or or yeah. maybe a mini kind of I don't know? <laughs> um, what, how was it?
1: <laughs> I loved it. I so my first house show I had ever been to was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It was um, on Halloween weekend, and I like absolutely fell in love.
0: Yeah. And
1: the second house show I went to was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I got punched in the face. That was like the whole thing. <laughs> well,
0: um, <that> <laughs> it was an accident. Like
1: he didn't mean to, but he did okay, punch me yeah. in the face. Yes. Um. Don't be in the mosh pit when you're four or ten. So. <laughs> um, and then, but this is my third house show ever. Yeah. So, um, and I loved the vibes mm-hmm. of it because the first one I went to was like indie rock, and mm-hmm. they they were good, but they weren't <laughs> they weren't put together. And I yeah. feel like you guys were super put mm-hmm. together, and you knew what you were doing. And it was interesting to come early and see like the sound yeah. check and like the process of how you guys were setting up and mm-hmm. everything. I loved that. Cool. I ate that up. Like I thought yeah. it was amazing. And um, I love how everyone just like in your band interacted with the crowd Mm -hmm. or like everyone in your band seems so connected to each other Mm -hmm. and like you all get along and I like (laughs) being able to sense that vibe I've gone to shows where I can tell the band does not get
0: Mm -hmm. along or it's it's probably more the case I mean that definitely could be the case but I think it's probably more they just don't know each other as well because a lot of especially bands that I've been in recently in the more recent years is it's like, I don't even know these people before you put come together and, you know, you jam and see if you've, you know, mesh and vibe. And then you start coming and practicing every week and then you get to know each other. up Because we've known each other for the four of us who have been playing together almost less than two years. I mean, it would have, it'll be two years this coming summer whenever we started writing together. So, but yeah, we've definitely become close um as friends, and like uh, Jared, the drummer, and Dante both play in Dante's band, Pineapple Willows, together. While he's Jared started playing with them after he we he we they met in our band originally. Um, so yeah, they still get. To, and Jared was playing with the piano player that I was playing with too, and he's an incredible drummer. I think he's just he loves to drum and like that's. I talked about this before, but it's like he, he likes, he breathes, he eats, and drums. And like, that's how he lives. I mean...
1: He was awesome. Yeah. And so kind. Everyone yeah. in your band was so sweet to me. And I really appreciate that, because mm-hmm. I was super nervous. Yeah. Because um, I yeah, only you knew you, Mm-mm. and I was like, I'm like,
0: what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. But it
1: was, I had an amazing time, well, so. Well, you,
0: got, you came out and had fun, because, yeah, well, I, this party was pretty good turn I mean great turnout mm-hmm. I think it's a uh, and that's always something I worry about I wasn't worried about it this time because a lot of people I knew were excited about it so I knew it was gonna be good but I'm hoping that I'm pretty sure the next big party like that will probably try to do it at a bigger house or a venue or something Because yes. if I know that many people are gonna show up then of course it'll be justifiably to get something bigger um, but there is something to house shows that's appealing, I think, that's, and I've been talking about this a lot with different people recently just because of the house show, but because I'm worried, it's like if I had this party at a brewery, would people be as excited? You know, it's like it's just more, that's more of a normal kind of bar venue as opposed to, like, there's something about a house that's like, I think it might go back to being a kid, you know, and mm-hmm. like it makes you have that, you know, kind of a... Uh, child childlike you know nostalgia or something and
1: I think I people know. really like exclude like ex- being mm-hmm. exclusive yeah it's like sense. a
0: private more private kind of thing yeah not, not, yeah
1: and they like to like brag mm-hmm. about it like, oh I went to this really cool <laughs> yeah, house show the other night yeah. and they're like how'd you get in and I was mm-hmm. like oh. <laughs> so it's like that's a good I point that's another thing because like if it's out of venue anyone right, can go exactly. and it's like well you don't you don't know mm-hmm. who's going to go right and when it's a house show like a lot of people most people know each other yeah, their friends are coming, yeah. And They bring it's other more, friends and like
0: that's true it's more of
1: an intimate vibe that that's something that
0: that's something why i think that i one of the reasons why i like to keep doing them because it is a very intimate experience like i think that people are um drawn to the music or like they're affected by the music strong more strongly when it's in you know living room as opposed to a stage a big stage where you're you know much farther away from the band Um, because I've experienced that I went to like a show it was like a they do these kind of like venue like there's like these a website or something I can't remember what the name of it is but I knew this guy that travel he's like a musician from California but he would travel the country doing these kind of house shows where they would host like a host would kind of offered their like really nice house and they would just be acoustic or whatever it wasn't like a full band situation but and and that guy he sold a ton of records at this thing and like you know it's just like but I think people were just more like I bought one of his records like (laughs) I never even heard of him before but he was really good but it was some kind of a part of that intimacy that I don't know makes people want to support them and, and things like that too so um so I try to take some of that and it's like okay what can we sell at the party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that people want to buy but it's hard for musicians like um, I guess that's kind of a good question maybe I have for you is like what what do you what's what's the best merch you think for a band that they could sell like just in your opinion as a fan or whatever Stickers yeah. or tote
1: bags
0: Okay tote bags is a good one Cause like t shirts is always kind of you know, I mean, most bands you're probably gonna get t shirts eventually, which is good, but
1: or uh, lighters,
0: yeah, lighters. I've always wanted to do lighters, I've wanted to do like matchbooks, like with a printed logo on it. That would be sick, <laughs> but that would be I've looked into it, and it's it's kind of expensive because you have to order like 4,000 or something, that which but it's like relatively cheap if you get, I mean, you know what I mean, like you're probably paying like 10 cents a pack. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's probably like $400 or something. Uh, I don't know. And so if you have the investment, that's a, a, something you could do. Lighters probably are a little bit easier to do because a lot of, I've seen those, I've never seen anybody with matchbooks, besides like a bar. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, but I always thought that would be cool. I don't know, matchbooks. Um... Yeah, tote bags. That's a good one. I wanted to do... I'm, I'm thinking about... I, I worked in t-shirt printing for a long time. I was a graphic artist. I never, I never did the printing part. <laughs> but I wish I did. Because, like, I could do that in my garage. Like, I. why am I not doing that right now? Um...
1: I know a lot of, like, local artists, like Catlock yeah. and stuff, like, Just
0: make you, make they make, own. they
1: have a screen printer at home Right. don't merch, like, they thrift the clothes, mm-hmm. and it's super sustainable because yeah. you awesome.
0: can also do, like, more unique pieces if you get, like, different colors and different shirts, you know, of all kinds, and print your same logo on all of them, and mm-hmm. have kind of a variety of, of things like that. I know that's probably what I'm going to do, because, like I said, I know, I work for, people that print shirts and like have shops and things like that so I could get them done but it's still expensive and it's more expensive now than it even was 10 years ago when Mm -hmm. I was in it more heavily and so it's like I think I'm just gonna get a press and teach myself to do it. I know everything how to do it. I just like haven't actually ever tried it which is dumb I don't know why I didn't (laughs) so um yeah, I think that's because I uh, do you, have you ever been to the Resonator in Norman? Mm-hmm. They have like screen printing workshops occasionally. Mm-hmm. That I'll probably I need to go check one out sometime just to, because they also have equipment too. I'm sure you could use it or whatever.
1: Also, Press might have.
0: Yeah, that too. that's um, I need to. That's one person I need to would talk to about um, getting shirts done these days is. They know they do a lot of that stuff.
1: I think hats are really cool, too. Like, baseball caps.
0: Yeah. Those are probably...
1: They're super expensive. Yeah, especially
0: because, I mean, you can get some really nice, like, embroidered stuff. I mean, that'd be cool, but... I don't know. I've always wanted to get, like, oh, just for, like, me personally, but it's like I wanted, like, a jean jacket with, like, a giant patch of a band logo. <laughs> that would be sick. But, uh, one day, yeah. Uh, especially, yeah, uh, like, our logo or something for Stolen Cable. That'd be cool. Because we, yeah, I, I like wearing jean jackets. I got one more question. What's the. Uh, what upcoming show are you excited about? Like, anything, I guess, local or bigger show here? Anything come to mind?
1: <laughs> uh, Chapel Rowan. Uh, she'll be at Beer City. She's, uh, I... I don't know where she's from. She's somewhere in the Midwest. Cause, okay. uh, one of her albums is, like, called Midwest mm-hmm. Princess or something like that. But she's yeah. a queer artist. She, mm-hmm. she makes, like, pop music. And I don't really listen to pop music, mm-hmm. but it's, like... <laughs> it's good, and I'm excited.
0: What was your name again?
1: Uh, Chapel Rowan.
0: Chapel Rowan. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's, Beer City is a great venue, mm-hmm. too. I think that's probably one of the better, bigger venues locally. I mean, that and the Tower Theater, I think that one was really impressive. Um, so look out for that if, if anyone wants to go see a big show. I never really cover the bigger shows here. Just I like doing the people like that I know personally yeah. really if I can for sure um let's see okay well we have uh upcoming events for Friday January 5th is Robot Save City Comedy Club with James Nim and friends at the Theopolis in Norman uh, James Nim will be performing his last comedy set before a long break uh, the super talented Anthony Cavazos, Spencer Hicks, Shauna Blake, Natalie Perez, Will Davis will per- perform, and Jesse Kyle will host that show. Um, the proceeds of this show will benefit Streetlight News and not-for-profit journalism publication in Oklahoma City. The show will be $10 at the door. Are you familiar with Streetlight News? No. I just... I just was reading about this earlier yeah I followed them on Instagram it looks like they're kind of a little indie newspaper or something and but you're telling me Anthony Cavazos was your
1: my public speaking (laughs) professor
0: yeah he's very funny I'm excited to see him I've seen him at I've seen him perform I think he performed at Nora Music Festival last year probably Because I went to the Sooner Theater, they had a bunch of comics there. I'm pretty sure I saw him there for the first time. And I saw him at Open Mic a few months ago. Very funny. Uh, Spencer Hicks, really kind of veteran comic. Um, I took his picture a couple weeks ago at one of the shows. Natalie Perez, one of our friends. And Will Davis will be appearing on our show, um, possibly in the next episode. Uh, so check that out. Robot Save City always does a great lineup, great um, community. James Nem also scheduled to come on our show, hopefully in January. <laughs> so we're really, very excited to talk to those people. Uh, and you're gonna, you said you're gonna try to make it to that show. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna bring my camera, so I'll take some good pictures of the performers. Um, let's see. And next event is going to be this is uh, a little bit outside of the greater metro area that we like to talk about but Comedy Avenue in Lawton um, is having a comedy show on Sunday, January 7th it's at Avenue Tattoo Studio in Lawton, Oklahoma our friend Andrew Patterson uh, runs that tattoo shop he's also a comedian and nick is gonna go out there and nick and andrew are gonna do like a new joke type show where they both are on stage together and they're trying out material i don't know it's kind of an experiment i think but they're having free pizza and drinks doors open at six thirty two p.m <laughs> that might be a typo um But they're donating all their um, Proceeds $5 to get in And all their proceeds go to Ronald McDonald's house So that would be a good um, Benefit show also if you're in Lawton I'm going to go out there and Help them do some video and stuff So I'm excited to see that And he's apparently done a pretty cool. He's got a comedy club inside the tattoo studio. (laughs) So he's got a little stage area and all of that. Little kind of, you know, chairs and everything. So it'll be fun to check out. I don't even think I've ever been to Lawton, so... I should
1: not
0: say I have. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm going to check that out Sunday, so... And that will feature our own Nick Campbell. Um let's see I also want to shout out we got one also outside of the Metro but it's at the Tulsa Looney bin comedy Club there's a show also on Sunday January 7th at Looney bin comedy Club it's the you can't say that comedy show if you like edgy dark shock humor that you don't and you don't get offended (laughs) by a joke, then you can come to You Can't Say That comedy show. 90-plus minutes of dark, dirty jokes and stories brought to you by John Wallen, Carly Marissa, Chandler Watson, and Julie Drake. Hosted by David Bates. This is not a (laughs) family-friendly comedy show, so don't bring the kids. Tickets are $12 online and $15 at the door. Uh, this is at the Looney Bin in Tulsa. There used to be a Looney Bin in Oklahoma City that closed down recent last year. But the Looney Bin in Tulsa is still going strong. So if you're in Tulsa, check that out. These are all friends of ours in the, the comedy community. Julie Drake has been on the show. John Wallen also on this show. <laughs> Give them a shout out because we love you guys, and we hope you have a great show out there. I would make it, but I'm gonna be in Lawton, so. <laughs> uh, and it's in Tulsa. I don't get to Tulsa too often, although I love it. Have you been to Tulsa yeah. for sh- music? It's like a great yeah, well, music. kind of
1: for music. I went for Sunny Days Mural Festival. And okay, I had yeah. Performers there. So. Yeah,
0: I've always. Do they still do that? It was that last year.
1: Yeah yes and Yeah. they do it once summer. a year yeah
0: so. yeah and I remember I followed them I think because I'm always interested in festivals like I'm keeping track of them because if you're a band you have to apply for those like six months in advance mm-hmm. usually so I'll have to look into that one and see if I can apply to this coming I think it's
1: year. only women artists
0: oh okay 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 well never mind <laughs> <laughs> like we, we I had a woman artist <laughs> um anyways but that's good to know. Anyways, yeah, I'll have to... Oh, that was in Tulsa, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll have to maybe check that out this year. Anyways, um, but Tulsa's, yeah, it's great for music. I've played out there a couple of times. Uh, played at the at Sound Pony that's next to Kane's Ballroom. That was a really fun venue, cool bar. And it was just packed. I mean, we were from here. Nobody knew who we were and that place was packed. (laughs) And that's like, you don't have to do anything for people to show up. And they, that's why I like Tulsa. I think that we have a lot to learn from Tulsa, I guess, maybe. And I don't know. They just appreciate the music out there, I feel like. And that's it. We did it. (laughs) Thanks, Kenna, for coming on our show. And we were so excited to work with you and uh do some music reviews and album or um concert reviews and things like that. I'm hoping that we can go to some shows like you know, maybe a couple times a month you can come over and talk about the shows you've been to that month or you and I can go to shows and I can take photos and you can write the report. Yeah, that would be sick. So look out for that. Um, We're probably going to maybe do a separate show from the main podcast. I don't know. We might incorporate it somehow. But, yeah, it's really exciting. So thank you for coming and being a part of this with us. Of course, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that's it. Um, Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a good ending. I've got a good little intro kind of deal, but, <clears throat> well, it's fun. I liked it. I had a good time. Thank
1: you so much again. <laughs>